You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball time, turn on the fan. JD's coming on, he's a baseball man. I gotta get the scoop before I drive home from the kid from Queens calling Arlington home. Car pulls up, who can it be? A fresh El Camino, it's Thad Levine. He rolls down his window and he started to say, It's all about making that kick ass trade. Cause the boys in the front office are always hard. Come talking that trash and they'll pull your car. Knowing nothing in life but to be legit. Don't blow me skin, I ain't said spit. The John Daniels Show is brought to you by Evan Williams Bourbon and BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Joining us now from Boston, it is the GM of the Texas Rangers, John J.D. Daniels. How are you doing today, J.D.? I'm good, guys. Sitting here in Fenway. Oh, very nice. Yeah, man. How does uh, how does that rank in terms of your favorite non-Ranger parks in all of baseball? Uh, it be number one for me, man. Uh, well, I've got a little bit of a personal tie here. You know, lived here for a few years after school. Dad has good memories here, but just from uh, like the history of it, and you know, I, I got my son with me. We just walked down the, the tunnel from the, the clubhouse, and the, you know, everything's obviously been repainted, but still the exact same tunnel. You know, kind of down underneath the clubhouse, you walk out and you see the monster when you come up, and it's the exact same like old beat up stairs that you know, Babe Ruth and Joe DiMaggio and these guys walked out and pretty special spot i highly recommend it you know one of my great regrets is that i've never been to boston so i clearly haven't been there but with what you guys are doing with texas live around the new ballpark and what a great experience that is and then when you guys went on the world series runs me and ben were chasing you guys so we go to all these different ballparks and see what the experiences are like around the ballpark what is it like uh, there in Boston around the ballpark for, for folks? Who I'm assuming it's right there in the middle of an urban area. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's literally in, in kind of right on the border of, like, Boston and, and uh, Brookline and, and Brighton and, and Austin, some of the, the bigger suburbs. Um, but it's basically in downtown. You can walk from here to, like, you know, it's probably a mile from here to the, the, uh, like the where the marathon finishes right in Back Bay in, in the city, and two miles from like Boston Common, you know, where the Cheers restaurant is and all that. And so um, the atmosphere around is awesome. Uh, you know, when I was here, it was in like 99, and they were good, but, but certainly not at, at the level that, that they've been here recently. Um, uh, and even then, it was pretty special. Now that they've come in, you know, they won the, the World Series a few times, and, and uh, ownership has spent a bunch of money, you know, similar to what our guys are doing, to really like build the. the uh, they had the option, I'm sure, to like go to a new stadium, but instead they they you know, built the area up around it, and so it's got almost like a street fair feel, pre-game, post-game, um, and it's uh, the, you know, the energy in the park spreads out into the you know, city surrounding it, right around Over like a two-block radius. It's pretty cool. So awesome weekend for the Texas Rangers and that you honored one of the greatest baseball players to ever wear the uniform here for the Rangers in, in Adrian Beltre. What were your thoughts of the uh, festivities and just how the overall ceremony and, and uh, honoring A.B. went? Well, I thought it was awesome, other than 
and somebody uh, screwed up the script and, and uh, didn't do what he was supposed to do, uh, which was myself. Um, <laughs> other than, than my uh, my gaffe, uh, the uh, our, our people did a tremendous job, I thought. Uh, John Blake and, and Chuck Morgan and, and their teams and Krista Reuter and Tony Taylor and Kelly Gavin and, and Mandy and on down the line, I forgot about Jamie Gibbs. I mean, not that just absolutely blew it out of the park. I thought uh, the uh, the video was tremendous when Mac Heck did the voiceover for. I mean, it kind of gave you chills, and you had the kind of the unique angle. Like while the video was on, I could see Adrian, and like he was, I thought, genuinely blown away by it. Um, and uh, no, it was like a first class thing, which as well it should be. Uh, it was cool to see. You know, we got guys like Paul Fame or Tommy Lasorda coming there, and, and just how much it meant to like all the other people around. Um, you know, I, I thought the way the fans responded was cool and really made you proud to be associated with it. What goes into something like that? How involved is the baseball side of it? Who kind of takes charge of all that? I mean, we saw a lot of this go on with, with Dirk, for example, and I know a lot of the moving parts there, but how do you guys put together something like that? Who takes the reins? John Blake um, was probably at the center of the spoke. So many people, I touched on a few of them, so many people were involved. But, um, you know, I think that's one of the things that John really excels at. I think he's always been good at it, you know, going back to, um, you know, when Nolan had no hitter or a strikeout milestone back in the old park. I think he was able to make it, and the Rangers weren't a great club at the time, and he made it a, a true spectacle and kind of a national moment. Um, you know, then he, he, John spent a couple of years in Boston, so I think he got that experience. When he comes, he comes back, whether it's uh, Pudge's deal or Michael Young's milestones, or, or you know, I thought he did an amazing job with Adrian and Southam. Um, it's a lot more than just John, but but John kind of coordinates it and, and runs uh, runs point on it and. Um, I know he got some flack for uh, you know jumping on the, on the broadcast accidentally to, to keep it moving because Adrian needed to be his next stop. But he's just so passionate; and, uh, he does a hell of a job. Talking to John Daniels on his weekly show right here on 105.3 The Fan, and I got to ask you about this. I I, I I know you know Michael Young's not going anywhere. He's a part of the organization. He's faced the franchise for for so many years, and there's no doubt that uh, whatever accolades are coming down the road for him. But I got to ask, just for the sake of, we had so many people reach out. We're like, oh, absolutely, A B in there, but uh, in, in, why Michael in it? Should Michael be first? And how does uh, the, help us out with the thought process and all that? I know it's coming, and I'm not worried about it in that way at all. I'm just, just just in order to help uh, answer the, the uh, I don't know, the curiosity of Rangers fans who are asking a bunch of Michael Young questions. You know, that's a really good and very fair question. So the, um, the, the, the thought process uh, had been for a while, um, outside of Johnny Oaks, because Johnny got unique circumstances and, and had the, the brain cancer, and so there's some timeliness to it, I believe. But... Uh, other than that, I think the thought process has been that when a player goes into the, the baseball Hall of Fame, then the Rangers would retire his number, and that's, that's kind of something that I think a number of clubs do it that way. And I think with uh, with Adrian and, and uh, he's going to go to Cooperstown, but certainly with Adrian and Michael, you know, we kind of force us to reconsider. Like, is this is this how we should view it? You know, I mean, we waited 
just hope that his last name will get his number. Um, is this how we should continue to go from a policy standpoint, or should we you know, revise it and, and kind of um, you know, use kind of common sense for, for how we're doing? How are you? Um, <laughs> sorry, Elvis' brother here. Say hello. Tell him Ben and Skin uh, said hello. Yeah, Ben and Skin said hello, Errol. Errol nods and says hello back. Um, so, so we just thought, like, should we should we kind of review our policy and how we do it? And, and we decided, yeah, absolutely. And so we're, we said we didn't wait for Adrian. And um, I think you're you're on something. And Michael is extremely deserving. Don't tell him I said that, please. <laughs> uh, but it's, you know, extremely deserving, and obviously has a huge role in the organization right now. And, um, you know, we're going to continue to to look at ways to honor him. Yeah, and hey, I'm not not judging. Just curious, and I know uh, so many Ranger fans are wondering just because he's meant so much. And and so and it, there's all different ways to honor guys. Obviously, he's in the Rangers Hall of Fame, and and so is this literally nobody can wear 29 now moving forward? Is that what this is, or is it just hey, okay, we're honoring the player, his name is up in the stadium, but we'll still issue 29? How does that work? No, it'll never be it'll never be worn again. Wow. Um, unless you know one thing. I, throw this out there you know if uh aj you know adrian jr wants to uh, cut us a deal uh, maybe we'll, we'll unretire it for, for him but uh, i don't think anybody else that adrian's bloodline wasn't wearing it talking to john daniels here on the ben and skin show 105.3 the fan so are you guys thinking of also now retiring adrian sampson's jersey is lord have mercy he went out there and pitched an absolute gym for you guys in fact He's been on a tear in general. What is going on with him? Man, I, I got to give him our coaching staff for sure, but ultimately Adrian gets a ton of credit. Um, you know, listen, we we're the dummies and non-tendered in this winter, and we did it. We did it thinking we could resign him, um, and we were able to. But you know, we resigned him, and he came into camp. He was stronger. Uh, he had worked all offseason. His slider was better. Uh, he's going to kind of swing this on the slider. And then the other thing that, that you know, I give him a lot of credit for, we faced a, um, I think it was Seattle early on, uh, left-handed lineup in, um, I don't know if Seattle, Pittsburgh, but uh, Julio and, and our guys had gone to him with a game plan that involved some sort of kind of changes. So it was basically a third pitch. And he bought in 100%. He, he got it. He understood it pitch he hadn't really used a lot in the big league and dominated with his changeup that night. And so I just think you've seen a guy that worked hard this winter to get stronger, worked hard on, on the secondary, and now is like embracing some of the information that we've got. But it is all on him. Adrian Sampson has really kind of pushed himself to take his skill level career to another level. Uh, Matt Lucero, Sean Fields, our medical staff, we, we claimed him on waivers about two and a half years ago with the understanding it was going to be a little while for him to get back to full health. And uh, they, they killed it, and we were patient. But Adrian is really rewarding his work. And, uh, and then also, uh, just you could probably just uh, insert another pitcher's name. How about Pete Fairbanks? Exciting stuff there as well, huh? Yeah, man. That was, uh, <laughs> Elvis came up to me afterwards in the club. I said, hey, can Fairbanks stay? <laughs> well, yeah, I think I think so. I think so. punching out the side and uh, two filthy pitches that uh, gives you a chance. Um, yeah, another guy, man. Our hard scouting group did a good job. He was like a 
a little more of an average stuff, kind of a starter uh, at the University of Missouri, uh, 2015 draft, ninth round. Um, Dustin Smith signed him and um, really kind of just kind of average, uh, honestly. It's like some of the first couple of years. Had, had TJ and um, he went to, to Arizona and I think of Sean Fields and Keith Comstock rehabbed him and they talked about his arm action. Now you saw how short he is with his takeaway, with his arm swing. Real short out of his glove, so I really kind of cocked him last year. And, man, it, it, it has totally changed him as a pitcher. Um, and, uh, you know, I give those guys a ton of credit. give him a ton of credit. I remember in uh, Instructional League, Mike Daly, but hey, Fairbanks is 99 today. I'm like, no chance. You know, I saw him. Sure enough, he's maintained that velocity. His slider's gotten better, and uh, he's kind of taken it on. I think some guys might be intimidated starting in A ball and two months later in the big league, and he's just making the most of it. And I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. Well, John, thank you for the time, man. You guys have fun out in Boston. Keep the uh, good mojo going, and we'll talk to you next week, brother. Thank you, guys. There he goes, John Daniels, every Monday at 420, right here on the Ben and Skin Show, 1053 The Fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.